0: may not know his face, but if you recognize his voice, oh, yes! you're among the devoted followers who watch him chase breaking news on CBS2 and KCAL 9 News. Stolen vehicle uh, officers, weapons out. In the air, and now on a mic. That's kind of nuts. Here's Stu Mondell. <laughs> Hey, I'm Stu Mandel, and today uh, we're actually going to interview the other Stu Mandel. Hey, Stu Mandel. Hey, other Stu Mundell. Well, the reason why we're doing this is, uh, well, let's just say that uh, we always get a lot of uh, information and questions about stuff about the helicopter, how things are done, why things are done like that, and etc. And a lot of times I try to try to reach out as much as I can, but you know, I, I'm very limited on what I can type, meaning you know, I just don't have that capacity, and when I talk to text, it always gets all garbled, so today, <clears throat> we're going to actually sit down, and we're going to uh, answer some of the most common questions that we've been getting. Uh, just wanted to you know, jump right into it, but before I get into that, I just wanted to say uh, uh, Monica Licious was asking me uh, on the on the Twitter about how I met my wife and uh, how I got the the start in, in the helicopter. So it's kind of like, believe me, they didn't happen at the same time at all. I was already in the helicopter when I met my wife. It's very simple, I met my wife on the internet. Let's just, uh, that's how I met her. Uh, It was a, uh, it's kind of like one of those ones where I kind of want to tell the story, but you know what, you got to catch me in a personal moment and we'll tell the whole story. But uh, yeah, I met her on a dating website on the internet. But believe me, there's a whole story behind that as well. How did I get into the helicopter? Well, if you haven't gathered from the uh, past uh, interviews, I started out a long time ago, way back in the day as a stringer uh... this know again if you're asking what a stringer is refer to the previous podcast but i'll be let you guys know it's independent news and we do uh... we just go out there and we gather news independently. We listen to scanners. We are everything. We are the assignment desk the and the editor and the shooter and the reporter and the writer. We do it all. And uh, there's a bunch of great people that have picked up that torch after me, but that's where I got my start. Eventually, somebody came around, rode with me, said, why are you doing this? You're a great cameraman. And they did a little special on me. It's not in, you know what, I... It's it's tough for me to say it like that. I kind of feel a little arrogant, uh, but you know what? It's the Stu podcast, and today it's about Stu. So, <clears throat> what can I what can I say? Um, yeah, a long time ago, there was a uh, wildest police pursuits uh, episode, which basically was about me, and you know, might have been the idea for the, one of the original Stringers uh, television shows. But at any rate, uh, he's the guy that actually got me out of that whole world and kind of dropped me into reality television. But News has always been a passion, I would say, because I keep coming back to it and I really enjoy it. I I got into the helicopter with a phone call from another station. I know that it's hard to believe that there's actually another station besides CBS, but another station called me up a long time ago and said, hey, you might be interested in this. And I learned uh how to run the camera in the helicopter and then I got to work with some amazing talents, meaning just about everybody that's been out there. Uh, I never flew with Petty, I never flew with Tur, but I did know them and in in an odd way I'm kind of like the grandchild of that generation because there's a whole other generation between us. But a lot of people that I know very well learn from them. So it's kind of an interesting little niche on how all this stuff, you know, it's kind of like sometimes I say it's like when you flush the toilet, it swirls. That's kind of how it all comes together in my mind. Uh, <clears throat> so that's, uh, that's basically how I got the start. I kind of went away for a little bit, and then I came back, and I was more in the, in the camera side of it for the longest time, uh, running a camera for another company. Uh, but we also I was also the guy that was building the the helicopters. So let's get to some of these questions out here. What did I want to do for a career when I was a kid? Um, let's see. I'll be very honest on this one. I wanted to be a robotic engineer. That is the honest to God truth. Uh, I was uh, I come from a family of uh, engineers. They are not very proud of me. My parents frown on me and still hope that someday I'll get a real job. Uh, uh, but uh, I actually wanted to be—I uh, wanted to be an engineer. I was very interested in robots, in sci-fi, and all that crazy stuff when I was a kid. And you know, in a way, maybe I kind of am because the cameras I'm running right now are uh, robotic-esque, as it would be mods, mods on the chopper. What could we do to make the helicopter better? You know what? I'm not about the bells and whistles. I, I got to say that. I'm not, uh, I'm not towing the, uh, the mighty CBS LA line uh, at all. I'm, I'm just being very bluntly honest about that. Uh, other stations have like all this crazy stuff right now. Uh, you know, the, the, the maps and the, uh, the, the, words and the speeds and the, the night vision and all that stuff. But I, I got to tell you, I'm a, uh, I, am I I was blessed with somebody who wrote this to me that said, talent over tech. And uh, I, I, I believe that. And so, you know, when they come out with this stuff, I got to work harder. And that's the way I see it. Mods, ah, you know what? I'd like a better moving map so that I don't have to kind of guess and read the moving map that I have on my iPad sometimes to get the street names because everybody's always screaming in my ears, where are you now? Where are you now? Give me the street. Um, <clears throat> and when the cops on the ground don't even know so there's that one let's see what else we got out here military upgrades to my gunship I you know what buddy I don't know I, I don't want to hurt anybody I'm just up there I I made that decision a long time ago I'm here to watch what's going on so that's that's where that one is that's going to be a short one uh, why do we have um, why don't we have multiple helicopters well that one is uh, you can uh, go ahead and send your questions to CBS corporate <laughs> I don't even know their email that's how, how into that I am I basically it's just the situation we have uh, some some other stations they they have they have it and they flaunt it. Um, so we don't really have it right now, and we're not flaunting it. Let's just leave it at that. We uh, we have our we have our one helicopter. I like that. Uh, I like it the way it is right now. Uh, I'd love to have a cohort. I'd love to have a, a Robin to my Batman, or maybe I'd be the Batman or the, the Robin to a Batman. Who knows? But at any rate, right now we just have that one helicopter. I love I love that old. She's not even that old. Uh, she's a she's a good helicopter 2.9 HD. That is the tail number um, what do I do in my free time? Uh, social media, uh, social media, actually, let's break it down. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's what I do in my social, my, my time. I am a, I'm a huge car guy. I love cars, but right now I don't have anything in my garage because I really just don't have the time. Uh, it's, that's really what it comes down to, uh, time and money. That's those are the things that everybody's looking for. And right now, I have neither. When it comes to that, I am uh, I am a father. I have—I've uh, got a—I've—I've uh, I've got a lot of—I've uh, got a lot of kids and uh, youngsters. I've got two adult daughters that are keeping me entertained. Actually, one of them heard about one of our upcoming guests. And is making it was making her way to be here when we do when we have a guest, which is awesome to me. I've never had that happen before, even in my own circle. Motorcycles. Uh, I what do I, you know, I am a motorcycle person. I love motorcycles. This is my take on motorcycles. Uh, I I've, when I was younger, I was all about or all about them, driving fast, you know, this and that and the other thing recently, I had a very nice motorcycle. Uh, I bought it. And then when I was riding it, I was always thinking to myself, why am I doing this? What is wrong with me? And then I park it in the garage. And then I see it in the garage sitting there. And I say, why is that bike just sitting there in the garage? I got to go ride this thing. And then when I'm riding, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this? This thing should be sitting in the garage. So it, that that's my love affair with motorcycles right now. There is uh, I I've, I've actually talked to the wife, and I might be buying another bike, but we'll see. And no, I I'm not gonna drive crazy and all that kind of other good stuff. I'm I think I'm I'm 50. I'm responsible. What can you say? most memorable stories that I've covered uh, you know those are tough ones it just depends on the moment when you catch me or who I'm talking to we've uh, we've seen some crazy stuff uh, we've seen a lot of sad things we've seen a lot of uh, really just bizarre things you know th- there isn't one that really just jumps out at me you'd have to kind of hit me up with with more than that like what was my favorite chase and even when I say that it's like my god I it is all just this big gooey soup in my head of news events uh, that I've, I've covered in the past, but I've seen a lot of crazy, crazy stuff, and, and, uh, and just it's, it's been a wild ride, and I love sharing it, and that's one of the reasons why we're even doing the podcast, and Stu is interviewing Stu. Um, <clears throat> let's see, where else are we? What did I want to do? we what do, what do I want to do when I grow up? You know what? I I still like bringing cool things to people. I I still think that there's some growth left in me. Uh, on you know, with media, we'll see where this takes me. It's a, like I said, it's a great ride. I'm loving it. Uh, I'd like to you know, I'd like to do more hands-on stuff and see things more firsthand and. Uh, Get more with the first responders sometimes, maybe more with the car people, things like that. Emergencies in the helicopter. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We had something called a uh, high side, was it high side or low side governor? I'm sure that there's going to be somebody out there that's a a pilot that's going to correct me on this. But we had a a governor failure. And if you don't know what the governor is, basically think that... uh, I'll try to break this down as, as, as easily as I can. In the helicopter, there's, there is a throttle, but you really don't have control over it. Um, there's something called pitch. That's like the, how, how, much, how much the blades dig into the air. That's going to be the best way to word it, and it's all done together. So the more you pull, the more power you pull, the more it gives, uh, the more throttle it gives or less throttle it gives depending on what it, what, you, what it needs, and that's what the governor is. The governor controls that, and we had a failure of that, and uh, it, was, it, it was probably the funnest one that I had because we did like a run-on landing, and there were sparks flying and all kinds of stuff. The helicopter was fine. Nobody got hurt. I've never been in a situation where we've been hurt. Um, these uh, machines are very simple and, uh, it, and it's a, it's how can I? It's a very compli- It's a very simply complicated system. Meaning, it's a turbine engine. There are there are a lot of moving parts. But I would say that a modern car might have more to it than, than our helicopter does. And the, the the safeties that's built in there, it the machine will let you know there's a problem long before there is an actual problem. In the best situations, we've had lights many times. We've landed many times in places uh, where you know, mostly airports where we couldn't leave and they had to trailer the helicopter away. So there's been a lot of that. You didn't ask I don't see the question. Uh so but nobody's asked what's the weirdest place we've ever landed. Uh we've actually had weather one time a while ago uh, with a station other than this one. And if you guys are avid listeners and viewers, you'll know that we actually landed at Santa Clarita at the sheriff's station recently within the last couple of months. But before that, we actually landed at the mall. We actually landed at the Santa Clarita mall. And it was bad weather. And I was with uh, with a good friend of mine who's a pilot. He's moved on. Now he's flying big G5s around and stuff. Uh, but the funniest thing was we landed at the mall in the parking lot because they wouldn't let us land on the parking structure because they said it couldn't handle the weight. Well, the helicopter weighs less than an SUV. I can guarantee you that. Anyways, we landed in the in the parking lot near the Red Robins. And we walked into the Red Robins and we were sitting there eating. And somebody, I overheard people in the booth behind me say, hey, did you see the helicopter in the parking lot? And the other guy's like, there's a helicopter in the parking lot. He's like, yeah. And no excitement. They're just like, he's like, yeah. And he pointed and they're looking, he goes, oh yeah, look, there's a helicopter. And that was it. That, That was the coolest part of the story was nobody cared. There was a helicopter in the parking lot. So that, that was probably the most interesting place that we landed stressful. Um, it can be, uh, it's, uh, there's a lot going on up there. I know somebody asked me that question about how do I handle the, uh, Uh, the, the, all the radios and the people talking to me and where we are and the pilot and, and everything in there. And I think I wrote you back like a funny answer, like I don't, or I can't. Uh, The reality is, is when, when it really gets going, it is that, uh, what is that, what is that word? It's, uh, it's uh, not creative chaos. It's, some kind of chaos it's uh anyways planned chaos anyways it it that's what's going on in there it's a lot of stuff's getting thrown at me uh i i kind of sift through it the story is the most important thing the picture the picture and the story are the two most important things if you don't if you can't if i can't let other people see it it's not worth you know i everything else is secondary so i just kind of prioritize it does get stressful up there i enjoy it though i i strive in that situation uh, the fight or flight. I'm definitely the fight guy. I can get, tell you that. And if if the more stress there is, the the harder I'm gonna I'm harder I'm gonna fight it and try to be there. Um, stories. I. I, uh, I think I'm telling my stories. Uh, so, <clears throat> what else we got here? Emergencies. Uh, why did I give up being a successful stringer to become an aerial reporter? You know that that's a that's a good that's a good question. Uh, I I saw other things, other things that uh, that were available to me. Uh, working, you know, with a steady job. That's what it comes down to. I can also tell you that uh, one of the things that for that answer was at the time, it was the right thing to do. Um, We had uh, we had one of the Gulf Wars were starting. I don't know which one it was. And uh, we went ahead. So everybody was worried that there was everything was going to be as as far as filler news. It was going to be down because they had other stuff going on. And it just was the right thing to do at the right time. Uh, I still love those guys. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could jump back into that life if I had to. And I have huge respect for anybody that's out there making a living doing that uh, right now. What is the criteria? the assignment desk uses to determine when we go live in the Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think they have a, I think they have some dice up there or something or a, a special coin and they just kind of flip it. Basically, the reality is this is uh, we've come to the conclusion here as, as a group that if we stay for, if it looks like something that we're going to stay there for a long time, we'll put it on the internet. I don't like the whole, uh, you know, we'll show up on something, they'll put us on there and literally like three minutes later, they're knocking down the feed, and we're going to something else because I think uh, we lose uh, we lose the viewership. It, you know, the the gum is going to lose its flavor as it would be if you're constantly, you know, oh oh he's live, oh he's not, always oh, live, always oh, not. So I think that's one of the reasons why. But the basically, if it's going to be something we're going to be there for a while, they're going to put it on the on the web. Uh, I know that uh, I've got viewer feedback, and the desk has got the viewer feedback, and I wonder if the internet department's got the viewer feedback that they'd like to keep the feed up as we're going home especially if there's nothing else happening uh just to see the ride and i you know i'm I'm about it i i love i love the city we live in and uh if i can show you guys around I'm, i'm all about it and of course the landings to me as far as pictures go are usually one of the coolest things ever uh can i can't people that get away you know this is a tough one let me talk about that real quick so People that get away. I had uh, a very angry person come up to me one time, saying that I should not be telling these stories because I am educating criminals on how to get away. Well, for all you criminals that are listening to me right now, <laughs> don't listen. Hey, you know, this is the deal. Um, I don't think I'm telling anybody anything. I don't think the criminals are uh, are tuning in to figure out how to get away. Uh, so, yeah. It, a couple of times they do, and this is the thing. Uh, news viewership, we've got, let's just face it, we've got short attention spans. Uh, we, we get there, we'll see it, and as soon as there's nothing flashy, the, the, there's something shiny someplace else, we'll be like, oh, look, something shiny, and we'll run off to that one. Uh, a lot of times they'll get away for the moment, and many times we hear that they've been caught later on, and that seems to be a little bit of a trend lately. Uh, law enforcement out here, they're trying to be more... Proactive, what the what, what the public wants. So that's what's been going on. So they're not not as let's just say not as crazy aggressive. And if they can hook them up later on, that's the way they do it. Especially if there's it's it's safety. As long as it's safer, that's kind of what's going on. People ride along. What do you take? Okay, the ride-alongs. Let's do the ride-alongs one more time. Um, this is the deal. Back in the day. When uh, when I started and was kind of established, ride-alongs were you got a hold of me. It was wink, wink, nod, nod. You gave the secret handshake, and we went, and we we went, and we flew. And and I got to tell you, I like the ride-along, not all the time because it, it is it's a job up there. We're working. Uh, But I like the extra, you know, I like the the, the newness. I like when somebody gets in that front seat and they're just blown away by what they're seeing. And I I, I feed off their excitement. Uh, The corporate world has taken over. Lawyers, suits. People with those scowls on their faces and paperwork in their hands, and we just can't do it anymore. It's really that simple. Uh, my my pilot, uh, basically, the policy over where we're working is, if there is a ride along or somebody that isn't signed off by the by the company, they you know they'll lose their job, and they're you know, and I don't want to put any of my pilots in that position. And I don't want to be in that position. Period. So that's where it is with that. Maybe someday we'll do something where we can get somebody to ride along, or we'll pick and choose. I don't know. But even then, that's that's brutal. I don't want to be the guy picking and choosing. Um, have we ever aided an arrest? Yes, we have. Of course, we have. Uh, I uh, I actually went. It didn't. It wasn't wasn't like like angry. Angry. This is my deal. Uh, my deal is is we're there to observe. Uh, Am I law abiding? Of course I am. Do we work with law enforcement? Yes, we do. Uh, Do I have questions and want to get them answered? Of course I do. How is that going to happen if we're nice to the people we're asking the questions to? And this is the deal. We all work in a small community. So yes, there is interaction. Uh, Yes, we do try to help when we can. Uh, are we gonna like overstep our bounds are we law no we are not we you know my job is there to watch and report and that's what we do uh, my favorite one though as far as arrests go was a I think it was El Monte I'm not really sure it was one of the smaller cities it was a pursuit the guys got out they ran it was a bunch of them and we, we were following them and my pilot was calling out where they're going to the law enforcement which was giving it to the per- people on the ground One of them ran into a shed, one of these old, rusty uh, sheds in somebody's backyard, and they couldn't find this guy, and we kept telling them, hey, he's right there, he's right there, he's right there. Finally, they surround it, they bring the dog, the guy's not coming out, obviously they're calling him out, it was like this this standoff, and finally they let the dog in. And that shed started bouncing around like a bouncy house. I mean, it was crazy. And then all of a sudden, one of the sides pops open and this, like, collapses. And this guy comes flying out and the dog's on him. It probably was one of the best dog takedowns we'd ever seen. Uh, So, and and that was, there we go. We aided in an arrest, I would say. That's basically what I can say. The first time I flew in a helicopter... Uh, I can't say the name of the uh, company, but I can tell you that that helicopter is still around. It is actually with the company that I work with right now. It's uh, The end number on it is 6-7-TV, uh, and it has been completely rebuilt, uh, so it's not the same helicopter. But, yes, I, I remember flying it, and I remember just really l- enjoying it. Uh, a lot of people in, in the past... i've tried to train they will get air sick they just it gets overwhelming there's too much going on the jets fuel smell the noise whatever uh i just really 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 uh dug it from the very 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 beginning um so let's see Uh, i'm i'm bouncing back and forth here so here we go uh my 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 typical work day um I'm laughing because you know this is the thing. It's like I when when you guys hear me, it, it's the fun time or it's something's going on. A lot of times, it's sit around and wait. I tell people that uh, you know think of it. Think of the job like being a firefighter, but we're not firefighters. That's basically what it is. Is a lot of it is sit and wait, uh, listen to scanners, uh, try to find something to go to. So you get to work you, I hang out in in a literally a closet i have a little i have a little issue with the with my with my digs at the airport. We share with another station. I don't think that's a big secret uh so uh those guys let's just let's just it's anybody who's ever had a roommate just think of it like that um, so uh, you know, you try to, you try to make it yours and they try to mess it up. That's what goes on. And so uh, there's a little of that, but anyways, I hang out in this little closet. I listen to scanners. I watch a lot of television uh, and I gotta be honest. I read it because I usually have the, uh, the volume down and the, 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 captions up so I can listen to the scanners and work. Uh, we get the call, we make a call, we go fly. That's about it. Uh, we, we, uh, it's, it's, it's like being a stringer, but uh, you, I'm working for a company, and the, the ride is a lot more expensive than it used to be. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, bathroom breaks. Yes, I have a huge bladder made of steel, and I've never had that problem. That's me knocking on wood. Uh, I've had other pilots that uh, maybe are, let's just say, a little more elderly than I am. And uh, they they have had issues. We've never actually had to land for it, thank God. But, uh, of course, we use it, and then we go, and we make sure that uh, that's uh, how it goes. Scanners, uh, they are a huge part of, uh, of the job. The guys and gals on the ground, God bless them, they can walk up to people and ask questions. We listen to the scanners, and, uh, and we look at what's going on from the helicopter and we put it together i make the joke that we're CSI from 2000 feet Uh, that's basically what we do a lot of times we don't have all the information and we have to put it together so the scanner what is a scanner that's a police scanner is what we're talking about or they say police scanner but it's all first responders we listen to fires uh, all the fires county fire city fire Uh, smaller fire departments, and then, of course, the same thing goes for all the law enforcement and in California Highway Patrol. I don't know why I always say... People always say that. Law enforcement and California Highway Patrol. I I got news for you. California Highway Patrol is law enforcement. Uh, I know some officers that will say to me, dude, those guys are code enforcement. Those guys are law enforcement. I love the CHP. So anyways... uh, we listen and uh, we put the pieces together that's that's basically how we do it of course the assignment desk getting information when they can they pass it along we all, but we listen the scanners are a vital part of the job uh, being able to decipher what's important what's not important vital part of the job when there's a pursuit going on before we get there we're listening we're getting street names we're trying to figure out where this thing is they're not they it isn't like there's a pursuit going on and somebody sends me an email saying hey it's at this intersection when you get there we got to find these things and that's so the scanner is a huge part of the uh, part of the job and it's a great tool and the and it's one of the things that I've it's fallen into my life in the 90s and when I was a stringer I could fall asleep and wake up when there was a call it's that is the the gosh honest truth um how fast does the chopper go as fast as I want it I and mean, probably not that not fast enough uh, it about 135 across the ground 125 135 across the ground depending on winds uh, if the winds are to our tail we've had that thing up to 170 across the ground Uh, so yeah, it, it gets up and moves. It's not a magic carpet and you can think, well, that's really, really super fast. Well, it is, but if you're going, you know, 200 miles, it, it'll still take us about an hour and a half to get there. Uh, so it, it does. Sometimes it takes us about 20 minutes or so to get to places where we need to go. Uh, altitudes, let's say, well, there's a fire, uh, on the fires, that's when altitude comes in. They'll push us up to 12,000, 14,000 feet, uh, and we've we've been there. Uh, Oxygen uh, over 10,000 needs to be in the helicopter, and I wish I had a real pilot here to give me the nod on that, but I'm pretty sure that's right about where we need to be. Um, So... Yeah, we've been we've been uh, we've been up there, and uh, we hang out, we make jokes, and I got to tell you honestly, it does. There, if you if you are ever in that high altitude type of situation, you you'll feel it, you'll know it, you'll feel it, and uh, there's that. Well, da, 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 let's get into some of the fun stuff. Why don't I know Orange County? Why was it? Why is it when I get? I love I. You know what? I love the questions that put my feet to the fire. Why is it that when I cross the orange or orange curtain? I get lost. <laughs> I don't get down there that often. That's the thing. I grew, up, uh, I grew up up here in Los Angeles when I was a stringer. Los Angeles, Orange County was like, that was too far when I was a stringer. Uh, when I get in the helicopter, Orange County, obviously not too far. So, yeah, uh, I'm trying to get better. That's the only thing I can say. I'm trying to get better. Also, another reason why Orange County is such a hassle is the Disney TFR. What's the TFR, Stu? It is the temporary flight restriction, which they should call that one a PFR because that is a permanent flight restriction over Disneyland. We have to go up to 3,000 feet and three miles away, and that's a big area to be in a city. So it may just makes things even more difficult, but I am, I'm trying, I'm learning. Don't get me wrong. I love the OC. I can't afford it. I can't even, you know, I think they do credit checks when you go across the, when you cross the border and I can't even get, get down there without being accompanied by an adult. So there's that. Um, what, what do I like? Bacon. What, how do I like my bacon? I like my bacon wrapped around hot dogs is how I like my bacon. Uh, crispy. I'm a crispy guy all the time. Have I ever chased a UFO? They've sent us on UFO calls. They really have. Uh, the assignment desk, God bless them. Uh, they'll get calls for UFOs. Go out there, look for the UFO. Uh, we actually had, a, for all you conspiracy theorists that are out there, and I am one of them, uh, we had an actual really bizarre event happen a while, long time ago now. I'm actually thinking about it. This is years ago at Whiteman Airport where uh, an unidentified craft... Uh, made its way over to the airport, touched down on the runway, and left. And when I say unidentified, I'm telling you, no wings. Uh, was it a blimp? Was moving way too fast for blimp? Uh, was it making any noise? It was not. And it was really, really, really bizarre. So put that in your UFO file. Uh, that was quite a few years ago. I know some of the fuelers... We still remember it because they actually saw it. We made our way out there. We saw this thing departing, and it again no lights. It was just really, really, really strange. Um, have I ever been doing training with law enforcement? I'd like to do more. How about that? Uh, I've uh, I, I know a couple of them. I know uh, I've been offered to do ride-alongs. If I had the time, I would. You know what? If 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 I could say, hey. You know, what next week, you're just going to hang out with law enforcement all week. It would be the best week of my life. I would have a great time. Uh, law first responders, firefighters too. Uh, you get, those guys, they rock. And if you get to know more about what they're doing firsthand, it makes it better to tell the story. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love telling the story so well is because I was a stringer. I was down there. I know what's going on. Uh, I have, uh, I have, I have a pair of boots that I don't want to throw away because they have walked through things that no boot should walk through in there ever in the history of time. Um, and then when I ride my motorcycle, they, uh, they are my motorcycle boots. Uh, let's see, what else do we got on here? Want to do some jokes? Let's do some jokes. Let's do some jokes. You know, you know I got this universal remote and I, when I had it in my hand, I said, this changes everything. Uh, so guys and gals, uh, think you know what? Let me, let me take this moment honestly, uh, in, sincerely for just a moment, the podcast, something new that they threw at me. I love it. Uh, I, we get, I've got to meet some incredibly awesome people. Um, And there's more coming, trust me. I gotta tell you, thank you so much for the the love and the support. Uh, Thank you for subscribing to this podcast that lets the machine know that there are people out there that want to listen to it. Another thing I gotta say is when I'm on any of the social media, I get a lot of, I'm listening to you from or I'm tuning in from. And I gotta tell you, to me, it, it is amazing that You know, I'm able to reach out that far and that other people in other places that aren't here in Los Angeles are getting a kick out of hearing what we're talking about and what we're doing out here. I love all that stuff. I can't say thank you enough uh, from the bottom of my heart. Um, Somebody was uh, I want to throw this one in, too, on a personal note. Uh, If you follow me on the social media, you always see my wife cooking bread. Uh, she's not going to become a baker. I just want to put that out there. She has expressed this to me in a way that uh, I can only say she was not going to become a baker. Uh, she, she, but she does bake. She is, a, uh, she is a homemaker beyond homemaker. But she is very busy doing homemaking stuff. And uh, But uh, we love to share all that, everything that we got going on. I made jokes that, uh, I didn't make jokes. I was actually being serious. Uh, maybe uh, yeah, that... Uh, in my in my dream world is we'll have fresh bread uh, at the uh, podcasts all the time and uh, when we have our guests here but um, the wife says no. anyways, other than that uh, continue to continue the support please and thank you. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you guys can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, CBSLA, CBSLA hashtag CBSLA for all your social media needs. Trust me, uh, hit them up, go and follow them. They they love it. You can always follow me and my pilots. I give out that information all the time. It's I, me. It's pretty simple. Stu underscore Mundell. I think you can find my Facebook. You can find my Instagram, and of course my Twitter. And I try to interact as much as possible. I'd like to thank BJ Doll for being the producer and making all this happen he is he is he is the rock in this weathering storm of podcastness trust me and of course if you guys have any ideas for talent uh, or you are a talent hit us up we'd uh, we'd love to talk to you thanks again everybody